Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pod Taken Quickly, the series where we give you our thoughts on breaking news in the soccer world and stories that are just too juicy to miss. And who would have thought that one of the biggest stories out of the sporting world in 2020 would drop via the fax machine? But that is the situation that we are in today as Lionel Messi, one of the greatest players to ever play the game at an individual level has faxed his request for the termination of his Barcelona contract, which could be signaling an ugly exit from the club at which he has spent his entire career. I am joined by our resident La Liga expert and Barcelona fan, Caleb Rhodes. Yes, very meek and sad and tired over here, but here nonetheless. And Nathan Strauss is joining us as well. Not quite as meek and sad and tired as Caleb, but here along for the ride. But lads, there are very few stories that feel truly paradigm shifting in this business that we're in, the business of soccer. There are very few in the past couple of years that have felt truly earth shattering. But when the tweets started to roll in and the news started to roll in that this could be happening and this is snowballing very quickly into a situation in which Messi is looking at the exit door at Barcelona. What was your reaction, Caleb Ritz, both as a fan and as a member of our pod? A few weeks ago, when we got dumped out of the Champions League rather unceremoniously, I said that I wouldn't be surprised if Messi kind of called it a day. And, you know, I, I obviously wasn't hoping that that would happen. That's not the ideal outcome. But he clearly, you know, after seeing what Coman wants to do and after seeing what the board's plans are for the coming year, is unhappy. And he knows that this team's not going to win him a Champions League. And so he clearly wants to go to a team that can give it to him. And so I hold nothing against Messi. He has been such a loyal servant to this club. So obviously I'm sad because so much of my identity as a Barcelona fan is is tied up in watching Messi's brilliance and having that kind of be the epitomization of everything that was so great about Barcelona in the early 2010s. But now, you know, he's going to go away. And I, I totally, like Puyol tweeted, you know, I support him. I respect him. Suarez too, with the clap emojis. Uh, definitely some tense locker room discussions coming up. It's going to be very complicated because of this whole clause thing that maybe, Nick, you can talk about. But I think the problem is I understand Barcelona not wanting to give him up for nothing, but I think that it's honestly more important that this ends amicably and the club has an opportunity to give him a proper send-off and goodbye before the next season starts because I think it would be an utter shame to really end a decade and a half of soccer brilliance over this. I don't trust Bartomeu to do that, though. So I think, unfortunately, we're going to see one of the best players ever, if not the best player ever, certainly Barcelona's best player ever, leave on most likely bad terms with the club. Nathan, this comes just one day after reports trickled down that Luis Suarez wasn't happy with his treatment at the club, not really being reassured in his future And he is also looking like he has one foot out of the door at the Camp Nou. We know that Barcelona were going to be in a semi-rebuilding job following Komen taking over. Komen indicated that he wants to have five or six new faces join Barcelona this season. But we also know that this is a transitionary period for the club in terms of executive management. There's going to be a presidential election that's going to be taking place next March to determine the future leadership of the club. Certainly this accelerates the process, but... Do you feel that with two of their star players exiting in such a unceremonious and vile fashion, what impression do you think this is going to leave in terms of the Barcelona rebuild going forward? 
I, I just like Caleb said, I don't think it has to be in a vile fashion that these guys leave. And while Barcelona obviously would like to get an exit fee for Messi, they've already talked with Suarez about terminating his contract. So they wouldn't be receiving a fee for him. And with Messi, they'd be saving 75 million euros in wages um, per year that he would have extended anyways. So it's not as if that it's not as if there's no financial upside to seeing Messi leave and to seeing Suarez leave. Not saying that Barcelona wouldn't be better off if the two of them were in the team, but uh, I don't think it's as dire as Bartomeu might make it out to his lawyers. Ripping the Band-Aid off all at once is probably better than drawing it out over a number of years. Uh, and I said something similar um, in the aftermath of the loss to Bayern, but it has to get worse before it gets better. And whether that means finishing sixth this upcoming season and buying a bunch of youth players and really trying to bed in La Masia again from top to bottom. Barcelona are going to need to struggle. They're going to need to find a president with a clear plan and a clear identity. And what this really makes me think is that the appointment of Komen was rushed. Appointing a manager with less rebuilding ability and with a poor history in the transfer market doesn't make that much sense to me when you have the opportunity to go after a younger coach with a more refined identity, with a better grasp on the transfer market. Um, And so I'm not entirely sure if Barcelona and Bartomeu in particular have the guts to actually do this rebuild properly. Right. I mean, (laughs) great transfers like Cuco Martina, you know, excellent moves with Coman in charge. I think you're right, Nathan. I think that's an important point. How did they not choose a manager that Messi would have been okay with? And maybe Messi indicated that he was fine with Coman and then just decided afterwards. But I agree it feels very rushed because surely one of the top priorities you have as a club, even as you plan on selling many of your players, is to make sure Messi remains with the team. And that involves you know, involving him in discussions over the new manager and making sure that whether it's Coman or Pochettino or someone else, that's someone who Messi wants to play for. And to me, it seems like that probably didn't happen at all. Um, And that's another, you know, management failure from this executive board. And if you're Bartomeu, I, I don't even know how you can face the fans, who many of whom, like myself, are probably Team Messi more than we are Team Bartomeu, um, because he's really shown that in his mind, more than a club doesn't mean very much at all. What we're seeing here is he's ripping out, he being Bartomeu, is ripping out the soul of the club over nothing, really. I think Messi's opinion on Bartomeu was echoed in the way that he handed down this exit request. It was through a, a fax, which is used in order to make certain documents viable in a court of law. And Nathan, this signals to me that Messi might think that this upcoming exit might not be the easiest thing to maneuver in terms of him and his relationship with the Barcelona hierarchy going forward. Would you like to explain the tricky maneuverability in Messi negotiating this exit talk? So when Messi signed his new contract, it basically gave the option for at the conclusion of every season for him to dissolve his contract with Barcelona and leave on a free. And I think this was a concession that Barcelona were happy to grant him after all a few years ago there would be no reason for Barcelona not to trust that Messi would play out the remainder of his greatness at the club. However, Barcelona now are arguing that the the period in which Messi could have actually dissolved his contract ended in June, 
Um, but obviously, because the season was pushed back because of COVID, Messi is arguing, Messi and his, his team of lawyers are prepared to argue that it was actually designed so that he could dissolve his contract when the season was over. And I think there's a pretty compelling argument here because the transfer market opened up on July 27th uh, at the conclusion of this year's season. And I have to imagine that as we've seen repeatedly with other contract situations in the past couple of months, any court would side with Messi's team here. There's the phrase force majeure. The pandemic certainly satisfies those requirements. Um, And so I think there's a strong likelihood that Bartomeu, if Barcelona and Bartomeu decide to contest Messi in this case, they would not only lose, but also face massive amounts of backlash from the club. And we've seen how Real Madrid have treated some of their outgoing legends. This would be five or 10 times worse than anything Real Madrid have done. Right. That's what I'm saying, though. That's why, like, I think that Barcelona, if Messi wants to go, should just let him go. I think that is the only move that Bartomeu can make that seems morally sound to me. I think it's scary to me that the way that Messi didn't pick up the phone and say, hey, Bartomeu or Barcelona, hey, meet me at like this cafe and I'm going to tell you face to face that I want to leave the club. He did it via a legal document. Which That's because he doesn't me. trust he doesn't trust Bartomeu because exactly. Bartomeu, like Rosé before him, is like completely morally bankrupt. Looking at it from a fan perspective, what does this signal to you about Barcelona that the greatest player in the history of the club could potentially be anticipating an exit via a courtroom instead of like a glorious tribute match at the Camp Nou? I mean, it just shows how much we've fallen, fallen in terms of on-field play, fallen in terms of you know, what you know, Barcelona purports its mission and sort of identity and values to be. And all of that's terrible. And that's why I think we can't get this wrong in the sense that we should respect Messi here. Because if we don't do that, then we've kind of just become a shell. I don't like the concept that the club I'm supporting that, you know, purports to hold these values of like fairness, respect, being more than a club, you know, helping the city of Barcelona, being a symbol of kind of like, goodness in the power of sport in the world is a completely sort of bankrupt thing. Um, And that really all Barcelona stands for is sort of playing the money game, which we do terribly also. I think that's kind of the point. Like we're just completely wayward. Like what do we stand for? We're not well managed at all monetarily. It's not like we make that much money. I think we just need to let Messi go. I think that has to be done. And if it's not, then I will be deeply disappointed both as a fan and just sort of as a, a human being who believes that sport is more than just a commercial venture and another form of business. Well, with that being said, with Messi looking at the exit door, I guess we have to talk about hypothetical destinations for Lionel Messi. And I think there are three big teams that come to my mind immediately. Obviously, we're going to have to see how this all plays out whether it's amic- it's an amicable split or this ends up being a messy legal situation. Um, no pun intended there. I'm, <laughs> I apologize for my, my accidental play on words. But to me, lads, Manchester City in a reunion with Pep Guardiola and his very close friend ever since he was a teenager, Sergio Aguero. There's also talks about Inter Milan and those talks have been substantiated by the former Inter presidents as well as Javier Zanetti being an executive at the club, someone with close ties to Messi and the Argentina setup as well. And then there's also the lingering PSG factor and the Qatar connections. 
which Messi has established through Barcelona. Nathan, what are your thoughts on potential the potential future for Messi? Also, thinking about maybe he might transition into going back to Argentina a few years earlier than we anticipated. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been well known that Messi has wanted to finish up his career back at Rosario Central um, or at Newell's, one of the Argentine teams that are, are close to his heart. Uh, that being said, I think from a pure footballing perspective, clearly Inter would be the most fun. Um, well, what do you want to pick up another Champions League trophy before heading back to Argentina? I think that's the big question, right? I don't think that he actually is too bothered with winning another Champions League. Like, I think really he's going to be looking for the best place for him and his family to go for a couple of years before Argentina. And I think the prospect of playing in Serie A with an Inter team that's on the, on the ascendancy um, apparently, there are very good family connections between Inter and Messi. And I think from a fan perspective, it would be far better to see Messi play for a true club like Inter than an oil propaganda machine like PSG or Man City. That being said, if you had to ask me right now to place $100 on where I think he'll end up, I see him reuniting with Pep Guardiola uh, and Man City, especially because without having to pay a transfer fee, it would certainly be comfortable enough for uh, the city football group or, or the Etihad football group to pay Messi's, you know, 80 million a year, 75 million a year wages. He'd get a chance to reunite with Sergio Aguero. He would fit, he would, he would come into a tactical system that he already knows and he would be able to experience the toughest league on earth, which is pretty much the only thing weighing him down in terms of being the all time greatest player um, is that he never played in the premier league. So I, as much as I hate to admit it, I think that he winds up at Man City, um, but I'll be pulling for the black and blue of Inter to come out on top with a signature. Caleb, where does he end up? And do you agree with Nathan that he's not particularly focused on winning that elusive fifth Champions League title? Yeah, I was about to say, I think Nathan's, you're, you're totally wrong on the Champions League point. You are fake news. Because if that were true, then I think Messi is loyal enough to Barcelona that he would stay to help the next generation of players, even given how much he hates Bartomeu and Coman, right? I don't think he's leaving just right? He's leaving because he knows that he can't win the Champions League here. He does not trust the setup. And for those reasons, he wants that Champions League. And he really wanted to do that Barcelona. He really did, but he couldn't. So now he's going to search for it. And that's why I don't think he'll go to Inter because I don't think they are good enough to win the Champions League even with him. Um, although I think that would definitely be like the most fun. Although it could be a whole kind of like Eto situation again, where, you know, there was the swap deal and then Eto went on to win the treble with Inter under Mourinho. I do think at the end of the day, City is the most likely destination. Although I think that is a really high pressure situation for all the reasons Nathan mentioned. One, the fact that people would judge everything he does in the Premier League because whether it's fair or not, some people maintain that that is a criteria to be the best player in the world. I don't think that's true. Two, Guardiola has also been humbled recently, especially in the Champions League. And if he can't do it when reunited with Messi, who he really you know, brought to his full form by putting him in that false uh, nine so many years ago, then it would really be a dent on both of their legacies. Um, and so I think there is a risk that if he goes to City and City fail, it is a bit of a sour end to his European career when he could have 
stayed at Barcelona. And even if they finished fourth next year with a bunch of young players, people would have still been like, you know what? I respect him for staying. And he has helped to sort of like bed the next generation. I completely agree, Caleb. I think there's not, it's not a coincidence that he's looking at the exit door following a season in which Barcelona haven't picked up a single piece of silverware. I think he desperately wants that fifth Champions League or else he wouldn't have come out publicly and said multiple times that his aim season in, season out was to win that Champions League, including I remember him a rare time when he picked up the microphone in a preseason friendly at the Camp Nou. I think it was the Gamper Trophy yeah. at the beginning of a couple seasons ago. And he said that the season, yeah. The aim was to win the Champions League, which is very much an unmessy moment. He put himself out there vocally uh, to express what he wanted to do. And I certainly think that drive to win trophies is what's motivating this exit because he doesn't see a way that it's going to be accomplished the way Barcelona is run right now. I do think he ends up at Manchester City, and I think there's a real chance that he underperforms in the Premier League just given the physicality. It's a league where flair players get hacked to bits when they first come. So I think it's a situation where he ends up at Man City. He's 34 going on or he's 33 going on 34 and it it it, it just doesn't look as glamorous as we want it to look, unfortunately. Yeah. I have one interesting question that I'm not sure there's an answer to. How do you think Messi and Neymar's relationship is right now? Considering that once again, I think Neymar's departure from Barcelona has set up this whole knock-on of negative experiences for Messi and the club since then. I think it's really good from Me all too. accounts. Me too. Yeah. I, I don't think that... I think as much as Messi might have suffered because of Neymar's decision, I think that Messi understands that Neymar made a move that was his choice and Barcelona perhaps were unlucky in not being able to replace him given the amount of money that they spent and... Neymar has gone on to find relative success at PSG and Neymar seems to be happy where he is as well. Uh, and I think that that's one of the main driving points in the Messi to PSG rumors is that they would be able to reunite two thirds of the greatest ever attacking trio. And quite frankly, Suarez was also linked with PSG yesterday um, in the aftermath of the rumors that Komen wants him out for free. So I think it would be very PSG and very Ligue 1 to see Tuchel try to reunite MSN. Um, and I'm pretty sure that that attacking trio would score like 140 goals, even at a more advanced age than um, back in 2014 and 2015. But I don't think that there are any adverse effects from, from Neymar's move um, for Messi personally. Yeah, I think by all accounts, Messi and tangentially Suarez, but certainly Messi was or has been the driving force trying to get Neymar back to the Camp Nou in the previous couple of seasons following that his departure to PSG and you know there's that flaky period of a year where Neymar was trying to maneuver away back to La Liga with Barcelona and there were like text conversations going down between him and Messi so I think their relationship is still a, a pretty solid one and if I'm Neymar I am certainly getting on the phone right now and DMing Messi or texting Messi, calling Messi, you know, one of those situations where you're doing everything you can to make sure that Messi ends up in Paris. Cause I think it's not, it's certainly wouldn't be easy for PSG to leverage the transfer, but it's also totally not impossible. There was one, there's one more man I want to talk about before, before we leave today. And that is Antoine Griezmann. 
<laughs> this is someone who came to Barcelona last season wanting to win trophies with Messi, with Suarez, play on the biggest stage and play with the best players. And now we're looking at a situation where he's completely underperformed and is about to leave his prime and is going to be the star man at Barcelona next season by all accounts. Caleb, this doesn't look too good if you're uh, if you're Antoine. Poor Antoine. <laughs> I just thought about that. I was like, oh no, Antoine's going to be all on his own. Dude, he's gone from like villain kind of to victim <laughs> this year. Yeah. But for all we know, he he performs better without Messi and Suarez. Historically, yeah, that is the case. Dembele. No, true. I mean, yeah, fact. And, you know, Dembele and Trincao. And we really don't have anyone else who can play right wing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really kind of a disaster. Um yeah, I, I don't really. I've, I'm at the point where I have no expectations for next year. Well, this is certainly a developing story, and this could turn out to be one of the biggest stories of the year, if not of soccer ever, I would say. So we'll certainly be back to cover this story in pods down the line. We will be coming to you with a full length pod at the end of this week, breaking down the FA Community Shield between Arsenal and Liverpool, which is set to kick off a new season, which is crazy. I think that we're already at that point in our calendars. But Lionel Messi, looking at the exit door, something I never thought I would say. I've been Nick Vinden. I am Caleb Ritz. <laughs> Big is true. I'm Nathan Strauss. And we will see you all next time. <laughs>